Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day you're watching this broadcast. This is Dr. Eric Tangumonkem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. Your life has meaning. There is an assignment that has been tailored uniquely for you. Nobody is going to carry out that assignment. You came prepared to carry out that assignment. That's why I'm calling upon you to rise up to the occasion and deliver that which you were created to deliver. For some of you, in order to accomplish this assignment, you've had to move from the place of your birth to a different environment right now. The purpose of this broadcast is to come alongside with you and encourage and motivate and inspire you to rise up to the occasion. If you are joining us for the first time, I want to thank you for doing that. Would you please do me a favor by sharing this broadcast and inviting other people to join us? That's one way you can help. If you like what you've been hearing, if it's encouraged you, if you've learned something new, or if it's strengthened what you were already holding, I will appreciate you to support this initiative. Get a copy of my book, Welcome to America, 52 Proven Strategies That Will Position You to Excel as an Immigrant. This is just an introduction to 52 different areas that every immigrant who wants to succeed, every immigrant who wants to do well, should be thinking about these 52 different areas. You have to grow in these different areas. You have to read books in these different areas. You have to listen to seminars and uh, podcasts. Whatever is going to take, you should always keep an eye on these 52 different areas. Start from there and add your own. It is not an exclusive list. However, from my own experience, I found out that if you follow these 52 different areas, if you apply yourself in these different areas, you are going to excel. You are going to do well. If you've tuned in today, it's because you are hungry. You want to do better. You want to grow. And some of the topics that we bring up, they may not relate to you directly, but you may know somebody that can benefit from this information. And some of the topics are touched subjects that people hardly talk about them. That's why I put this resource together so it can ease that conversation. Now, take, for example, 
during one of the episodes, I talked about teaching an immigrant how to drive. And I was saying that before you teach somebody to drive, that person has to buy their own vehicle, register it, get insurance under their name. It, 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 it's, it's a little, it's, it's a little tough to do that, especially if uh, this person that is staying with you, maybe it's a relative, a brother, a sister, or an aunt, uh, it, it gets a little challenging to be able to have this type of frank conversations. However, if you want to do well, you have to do things in a different way. We've talked about you expanding your sphere of influence. We've talked about you learning new cultures, learning how to fit in, how to get assimilated. Yeah, these days, assimilation gets a very bad rap. Um, however, you as an immigrant don't be talked into remaining in the place of predictability, in the place of comfort, in the place of the usual, in the place where you've been used to. Do you know what would, would have happened to you if you remained in your mother's home where you were used to, you were protected and comfortable? You would have died and killed your mother, maybe in the process. For growth to take place, I cannot overemphasize this. There is so much sensitivity training these days, and part of it is encouraging people to stay where they are. Superficially, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, kumbaya, let's just get along. You are an immigrant. What moved you from your country to this new country that you're living in? It's very important to understand your why. I cannot overemphasize. I will keep coming back to it because it is the crux of the matter. Why did you move? Why did you choose a particular country? It's an obvious question, but we don't talk about it these days. I'm asking you, you are the immigrant. You are the person who bought the air ticket. I don't know how you got here, but you are here now. What is your why? What are you trying to achieve? You must understand that. Or you are going to be conditioned to stay in your comfort zone. And that is going to clip your wings and prevent you from growing. In order to grow, you must give up something. In order to grow, you must change. In order to grow, you must die. It is painful. It's difficult. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. If you choose the road of the least resistance, you are not going to amount to much. Allow the pressure to come on. You are going to grow as a result of that. When you take a seed and you put it in the pantry or in the storeroom where you store your seeds, the seed is comfortable, the seed is protected, the seed 
has no pressure on it whatsoever. It looks beautiful. But locked in that seat is all the increase that you need, you and the seed, because the seed needs to propagate itself. So long as that seed remains in its natural state, so long as that seed remains in the place of safety, in this place of predictability, in this place of comfort, shielded from the elements, shielded from sun, from rain, that seed will never, ever increase. However, when you take the risk of planting that seed outside or in a greenhouse, whatever you do with the seed, you, you have to provide the conditions that are necessary for seed germination. You need heat or energy, you need water and some amount of, and some nutrients. When you provide those, the seed is buried, it gets out of sight. This pressure from the soil on the seed is dark in the soil. The darkness, the heat, and the pressure triggers the seed to wake up. The seed realizes, oh, I'm better than this. I'm going to let go of being a seed and become a tree. I'm going to let go of my color. I'm going to let go of my present form and become something else, become the tree that is in me, so that all the increase that is in me is going to come out. That is how the seed springs out of the ground, becomes a tree, and bears much fruit. Initially, the seed lost its form. But when the seed becomes a tree, it goes back to being a seed again. But this time around, it experiences multiplication. I want you to understand, you've moved from one culture into a different culture. There's going to be a lot of clashes. I've shared with you some of my cultural clashes that I had. I just got here, a friend said, let's go eat. And I did not know that in America, when somebody says, let's go eat, you are the person to pay. I loaded my plate, thinking that I was having free lunch. I'd forgotten that there's no free lunch in America. When we went to check out, the friend had already gone ahead. It was my turn. They rang up the cost of the food, and my jaws dropped. I wish I had known that. But that's fine, and there are many other interactions I've had that have been very awkward and uncomfortable. Don't look for comfort. Focus on the increase. Focus on the growth. 
People may try to condition you to remain comfortable. People may try to condition you to expect other people to make you comfortable. Don't fall for that. There is a drive in you, and I want you to keep driving yourself forward. You chose this country because you believe that the country has something to offer. And for the country to have something to offer, things are done differently from where you're coming from. So if you want to repeat the same things that you did, wherever you're coming from here, it's not going to work. You need to know that. That is when you're going to rise up to the occasion. I've been saying all this so that you can understand the backdrop of why we're having this conversation. We're talking about marriage today. The last episode was about selecting a church very carefully. The whole idea behind it is that you are the average of the five closest people to you, or you are the average of the closest people that you hang around with. Evil communication corrupts good manner. You have to understand that the people that you do life together are going to influence how successful you're going to be. Because when you come up with ideas, the people either pull you down or they'll lift you up. You need to be aware of that. While ethnicity is important, you've moved. You have to make sure you stop letting ethnicity be the, more, the, the measuring rod that you use in deciding your associations. As I'm going to see today, even marriage is very important. Some of these uh, topics are very convoluted. One size does not fit all. However, I want you to be thinking about them. I want us to have this conversation. That's why there's a phone number on the screen, 214-908-3963. 214-908-3963. If you have any questions, if you need any coaching, if you want us to have a conversation, text, call. If you rather use an email, it's eternalkingdom101 at gmail.com. Eternalkingdom101 at gmail.com. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. There is a favor that comes from finding a wife. There is favor that comes from being married. I know the marriage institution, the family is under assault these days. However, any society that will survive, the basic cell, the basic building block of every successful society is the family. I'm going to be talking today to you who is not yet married and to you who is married and separated from your wife because you migrated and you left your family in your country of birth and you move without them. And to those of you who are not yet married and you're thinking about getting married, don't make the mistakes others have made. Again, I've said, part of why we're having this conversation is because people have made mistakes before you. Don't repeat them. It's not smart to repeat the mistakes other people have already made. You're wasting time because you're going to be repeating other people's mistakes and making your own mistakes. It's going to keep you grounded. The way to move faster is to learn from the mistakes of others, avoid those mistakes because you're going to make mistakes anyway. Why not 
reduce the, the, the amount of mistakes you will make by learning from other people. You are changing if you like it or not. When you move from one culture to the other culture, you'll be changing at times overtly and at times unconsciously. You pick things as you're watching movies and listening to conversations and interacting with people. You are changing. You are no longer that person who moved three years ago, four years ago, 10 years ago. You are changed. I had a conversation with somebody uh, two days ago. And I used an expression. And the person was completely clueless. I did not think through it. To the, it just came out naturally. I said, oh, let's compare notes or something like that. And later on, the person came back to me, oh, what do you mean by that? I had to explain to the person, it's an expression, and this is what it means. And I told the person, I'm sorry, I should have explained it when I used the expression, but within the context of living in the US, if I told somebody, if I use that same expression, the person would have understood precisely what I meant. I've picked expressions, I'm changing. So you are changing. Because you are changing, when it comes to getting married, you need to understand that you have changed. And that is why. The first thing I want to say is this. If you must go back to your country of birth and get married, if you must go back to your country of birth and get married, the sooner you do it, the better. Don't live in a different country for many years. Then you get up one day and say, oh, yeah, I need to go back to my village and get married, and the marriage will work out. Let's stop this carnage of husbands shooting their wives because the ghost back to their country of birth can be Cameroon or Nigeria, Ghana, uh, Vietnam, whatever, and bring a woman here. And in their minds, they send them to school, and after they finish school, these men start feeling uh, insecure that they can't control the woman and all that, and uh, disaster strikes when some of these men shoot these women. We've read these stories, we've heard them on the news. It, ha it has to stop. If you want to get married, the sooner you get married, the better. Don't wait and live here and change and become a different person. And you bring in a wife, you think the person just come to fit in. You know, you've changed. And that is why your chances of succeeding, of getting married to somebody who is living within the same culture with you, your chances are higher. I didn't say that if you if you left this culture when and got married to somebody from where you were born, your marriage is going to fail. But the probability is higher. Ethnicity alone is not enough to guarantee a successful marriage. If if that was it, then the high divorce rate that we have in the United States amongst people that speak the same and look the same 
would have had lower numbers. 50% or so divorce rate is extremely high. What that means is what? Every two marriages that you have, one is going to fail. And when you now put in the factor of you living abroad for many years, and this person is living under a different culture, you are living under a different culture, you are two different people. If you don't factor that in, you're going to get extremely frustrated when you bring in your wife from outside and they're trying to catch up with where you are. So it's very, very important to make sure you don't allow ethnicity alone to be the main driver of you making that decision. And for the married people, you traveled, and left your wife, you migrated, left your family behind. The more you live in this country separated from your wife, the more problems you are creating for that marriage. That is why it is highly, highly recommended that families be together. And for some of you, you are being tempted right now to get married to another woman because you want to change your status and legalize your stay in whatever country that you are in. Please, before you go down that road, you need to think very carefully. What if you get married to that person to fake the fake marriage and that person genuinely wants to get married to you and you have kids? How are you going to reconcile that? The kids are not going to just disappear. When your other wife comes into the country and you divorce this other woman, or I don't know how you're going to come out of this cobweb that you are slowly entangling yourself in. There's always a way out. We've discussed this. America is not heaven. You can make it in other places. Or what, whatever Western country, wherever you are, and you've been tempted to do Things that are contrary to character, don't fall for it. You're just going to be digging a deeper hole that will entangle you the more as time goes on. So if you traveled and it's not possible for you to, re to re reunite with your wife, maybe it's better for you to move back and reunite with your family. How dare me say that? Yeah, you can, cast the, you can cast the rocks on me. Families were meant to be together. And somebody has to say this. There is a lot of destruction going around. Children being raised by single mothers because their parents have moved. And in the name of looking for a better life, money is not enough to fill the gap that these children need from their father. So just sending money to raise your kids while you are not there is not enough. You need to be present. It's very important to interact with your children. Can I say that again? It's very important for you to interact with your children day in, day out. That is when you have opportunities to teach and pass your values to them. You cannot delegate that. It's, it's very important. I remember the day 
I went to Home Depot with my son. We, we went to buy a few things. And when they checked us out on our way to the house, I told him, go through the receipt, make sure we paid for everything that uh, we bought. So he went through the receipt and we found one item that was not uh, listed on the receipt. I said, whoa, what happened? We need to go back to the store and pay for that item. It was a teachable moment. I taught him about integrity and honesty because we were doing life together. There are certain things that you cannot teach if you are not present. Don't tell me you don't understand my situation. I don't need to understand your situation. Principles that work, work no matter what. So you need to seek out the principles and align your life in accordance to the principles. Can I say that again? You need to align your life around principles. Allow principles to direct you. The principle is these families that succeed, families that do well, marriages that are strong, marriages that are strong. Husband and wife live together. Not in, not one person living in one country and the other one living in the other country. Do whatever you can. Prioritize that relationship and get back together. Maybe move at the wrong time. You figure that out. Keep your marriage intact. Avoid mistakes that are going to cost you more in the long run. We are talking about marriage for the immigrants. Who to get married to when? If you have moved, don't live too long in your new environment if you're planning to go back to your country and get married. The longer you stay, the more difficult you're going to have to negotiate through that marriage. It may be better for you to look for a woman where you are living right now because you've learned a new culture. If you've been doing things the right way, as I'm recommending, in this book, you, you, you must have built an extended network around you. You've plugged in your fellowship in where you're having many more people that you can uh, choose a mate from. However, if you choose to go back to your country of birth, remember, it's an uphill task. You are not a different person. There is a, a lot of negotiation that you need to do in order to succeed in that marriage. Thank you so much for watching. If you're listening to Dr. Eric Tangumonken with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. Until next time, God bless you, and you stay tuned.